today, let's talk about Dungeons and Dragons, Legends of Zelda, and Final Fantasy 16, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Hogwarts Legacy, Wicked, and Marvels. Well, butter my biscuits and let's lurk. <laughs> Scott, Scott, our Saturday show is supposed to be 15 minutes, and somehow we have... Last week, we had like one thing. This week, we've got a million things to talk about. We're going to fit and it all in. We're going we're gonna to be like the Sharpies on Reddit. We're going to get them all in there. <laughs> <laughs> so... I this the this episode or this this weekend show was born out of this desire to talk about the things we're watching. And it's special nowadays. It really feels like a, a big moment when you get the time and the space to be able to go to the movie theater. So I went to go see Dungeons and Dragons. By and yourself? No, I went with a friend. I went uh, with Ethan because asterisk, uh, he wanted asterisk. to see it real bad. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. But Willie's he's allowed to have more friends. It's it's a cool, it's cool, fine. It's fine. He asked me. It was him, man. <laughs> I don't want the third degree for this, okay? All right. But how was it? Here's here's what I'm gonna tell you. Rotten Tomatoes has been rating this thing super high. So I went in thinking, there's no way. There's no way this is gonna be this good. Scott, it was phenomenal. This movie played so much fanfare. It paid respects to the to the kind of the culture of D&D, but it avoided certain things that that are a game mechanic, uh, like that would get in the way of a movie. Not like, a lot of dice in, in this movie? That's the thing, right? The, the idea of a dice roll is that if you roll a die, it could give you what is the best outcome and the, what is the worst outcome. And there are moments when you know, when you know the writers were like, hey, if we're going to figure out what's going to happen in this moment, I'm rolling it to die. And it came up with a nat one. And they're like, it's going to look like this. And it <laughs> is some of the funniest <laughs> moments where these characters need to solve for having a critical fail in a moment. It, like one of my favorite things in this movie is something that I think Marvel misses tremendously, which is that when you introduce something it needs to then have a payoff it needs to have a start crescendo and a finish everything right every story a person so i'm going to give you an example that doesn't ruin anything in this movie but there's an introduction to portals just like the video game portals these characters get that and the first introduction is like what's the basic way that we could use a portal and then it introduces a new way to use the portal and then conflict with it. And like, how could that get in the way? And then all of a sudden this mastery of this tool and every single moment has this like beat introduction and payoff. And it was like, I rotten tomatoes has it at a 90% and I couldn't give it That's any good. more than like, I would give it easily a 98%. This is a fantastic movie. It is one of those movies that I'd be willing to go back to the theater to see once I get all this marriage business out of the way. <laughs> well, speaking of movies, the trailer for Marvel's dropped. Did you have a chance to watch it? I did. There was some controversy before that they had to do like a reshoot or like re-edit because it wasn't, wasn't playing so hot for studio execs. But this trailer looked good. Mm -hmm. Outside of uh, maybe having to have Disney Plus so you could watch 
Kamala Khan in that, you know, entire series dedicated to her to know who this person is in the trailer. Other than that, oh yeah, and then no, Monica Rambo, maybe. You, yeah, you'd have to probably watch WandaVision to understand yeah. her character. S- subscribe to Disney Plus to understand the trailer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just, just do your free trial, and then you'll understand what's going <laughs> just, on. <laughs> yeah, free trial, and then in one week, finish all of these shows. <laughs> you can do it, but just go down in a cave. Do you think that a movie like this is going to, like, I, I guess add to the universe that Marvel is trying to do right now or the woke universe. Yes, very much so. No, the lady universe. <laughs> I think it's, it's expanding on the cosmic section of the universe, which we, we kind of got in Ant-Man, the quantum I mean, realm. We is... definitely got in guardians. We're going to see more. Oh yeah. There that's coming out soon. That's coming out very soon. And it's building towards this big, huge, dynasty ending and that other one whose name escapes me because there's so many these days but i think people are not going to like it because it's all women which uh, that's is already fortunate it feels which, really gross to say I, it does it does but you know the the trolls haven't evolved they haven't gotten any better but i think i'm gonna like it i think i'm really gonna like it i i like captain marvel as a movie it was, it was really good i liked ms marvel Mrs. Marvel, as a show. Monica Rambeau I, was a surprisingly great character, I think, in WandaVision. The, the story it seems like it starts on this interesting premise of all three of them switching places and needing to deal with the repercussions of whatever cosmic ability they have switching. I mean, it's like a weird version of Freaky Friday. Like yeah. Maybe they just play it as as like a, some sort of like fun comedic beat, and it, it it's all stemming from this teenager's you know using of her powers. So I think there's just going to be lots of laughs, and I'm here for it. So mm-hmm. it's it's got my support until until otherwise. I'd be curious, lurkers. Do you have any positive opinions or negative <laughs> opinions about? Uh, the Marvels. I've. I think I have an idea of where we're gonna go with it, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, now, and- uh, speaking of controversy, no, Scott, I've I've got to talk about this. I know you have a bunch of things to bring up. This should be pretty fast. I knew that when Hogwarts Legacy came out as a game, people were going to they they were gonna be fighting tooth and nail because right now we're having a hard time separating a universe. And an author, it, is, which I totally get. I It's understandable. Is this about the numbers that were recently released? Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy sold 256% more than was predicted. This thing was an incredible win. And I'm going to hold to that I think that this game has the ability to be considered in one of the top games of the year. It's, it's probably going to be game of the year unless, well, no. Zelda's about to come out. That's what I was going to bring up. True. <laughs> All right. Well, let us talk about it because Hogwarts has been out for a while. Like Legends of Zelda. What's it called? Earth, Wind, and Fire? Legends of Zelda. Um, Credence Clearwater, Clearwater Revival. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... Do you have a Switch? Uh... 
Okay. <laughs> um, well, I do. And I love Zelda games, but I did not buy the last one. Despite wow. its its huge success. Frankly, because the weapons broke and I was just like, uh, another one of those. And I and just never picked mm. it up. It was a little trivial thing, but there was like so many other games as as we have still to this day. So I bought Animal Crossing and I was just happy with that. But okay. Tears of the Kingdom is everybody's anticipated game of the year. So I think... I, and I think that's probably fair to say it's going to at, at least be in the top three. Yeah. And there's already talks of like how they're going to possibly come out with a Switch 2 and re-release the game again. So like it might be game of the year Electric next Boogaloo. year too. <laughs> Oh my god, come on. <laughs> do, do you play any of the Zelda games? Because we can move on. It's just, I've I never, just I've let never played a Zelda game. It, they're really fun. Like I, I recommend picking it up if you can. I don't know if they're on PC or not. but uh, here's, here's, my, here's what I'm planning on doing. And I would love it if a lurker would give their advice on this. My partner doesn't play video games. She doesn't really care. She's got more important and, things. If, if we talk about, like, how do you unwind for the day? What do you do, like, in your free time? For her, it's, I'm going to go watch shows, and I'm going to watch Love is Blind or cooking shows. What's and that for show me, about? it's going to be video games. Why does everybody I like it? I don't know. Because it's real people, allegedly, not seeing people, and then talking. Imagine, Scott, if you just had to call. They're, they're not seeing people? 30 people. <laughs> Yet, imagine. All right. Didn't know we were going to talk about this, but uh, imagine for Love is Blind, you... Um, Ooh, real quickly. Today, let's talk about Love is Blind. <laughs> yep, we're... Let's learn. That. So, <laughs> we... Okay. I give you a phone, and in that phone book is 30 names. You have 10 days, and the only thing you can do from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed is every hour you call one of the people on the list, and you just talk to them for an hour. Okay. And imagine as the week goes on, you start to filter people out saying, I'm not interested in this person. I'm not interested in this person. You get it down to maybe two or three people that you're like fallen for, that you've just had this intimate time with because all you're doing is sitting on the phone, asking about life, asking about who they are. You don't get to look at them. You don't get to impose these like master moments on what they their physical appearances do we as the audience get to see who's talking yes oh, oh the whole time okay All right. so as tradition would say the guy proposes to the girl at the end of the of this time period without the seeing one that her. he's without seeing her and he's most attracted to and then that's when the real show gets started so it's by episode one or two everybody's proposed everybody's moved on you then meet each other and then you spend like a month living together where you have to go meet their family and your family, and then at the very Wait end, a minute. is this the show that like had the guy who had no neck? No, what? He had like he was like a really short neck. No, different show. Okay, yeah, continue. Okay, I know uh, how you re what? unwind uh, at the end of the day now. <laughs> <laughs> so the neck dude just, just how did you know? Embrace it, <laughs> Chode man. <laughs> so 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 essentially like for for a month they need to live together having just met each other and then they go to an altar and they need to like say yes or no 
Oh, so they don't actually get married. They just do the oh, proposal. If they say yes, no, no, no. If they say yes at the altar, it is a actual marriage. They're oh, at a real yes, yes, yes. But this is after the month. Like phone thing, they get engaged and live together. Yep. And then a real or no marriage. What's the percentage? Yep. It's got to be real low, like super low. And like one per season. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good. I'm just, I'm glad they're not like paying these people to like get married on TV for no good reason. No, and, and the bullshit thing from last season, because there's a new season out right now, but last season, one of the guys who you were expecting to like get with this girl, all of a sudden they start doing ads on, on Netflix for the next show and this other guy is on that show and it's a dating show and you're like, the fuck? We're not <laughs> even done with this first season. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I'm learning more about you guys and uh, what you do. Together. Anyways, let me take it back to video games and just pause here for a second. I really want Bree to not be playing Love is Blind. And instead, I would love to get her a Switch and be like, here is Breath of the Wild. Go play it. Have fun. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. And then she could play all these other great games that eventually come out for the Switch, like Final Fantasy 16. Are you a Final Fantasy guy? I played Final Fantasy X, and it was, while growing up, one of my favorite games of all time. They're I have not played a Final Fantasy game since. They used to be on Game Pass. I don't know if they are anymore, but I jumped into Seven for a minute, and I was like, wow, these graphics are horrible, but the gameplay is fun. The new one... Is it still, like, turn-based combat, or is it different? Yes, kind of. Like, the they did a remake where it wasn't so turn-based anymore, but... okay. Essentially, like, you prepare your spells, you prepare your attacks, you prepare buffs and healing and stuff like that while you fight these giant monsters. There was a little bit of controversy with the last one because it was, like, a road trip game. It's like you and three bros get into a car and go have fun. You take pictures. That was literally part of the game was, like, taking photos. And this one is now going back to medieval monster dragon things. Knights. And... The, the small, tiny little controversy that because it's taken during the medieval times, there's no people of color. It's just, <laughs> you know, a little, little thing like that. I'm ex- like, wh- what is it coming out on? Am I going to be able to play it on PC? It's Sony. So it's starting out on PS4. Whether it's going to be on PC, I don't know. But we'll just have to wait. We'll have to wait and see because it can be hit or mm-hmm. miss with Final Fantasy fans. Now... I want to talk about the the last game for this week that I we will probably talk about when you return from your honeymoon. Next week, for those listeners who are expecting a normal show, we're going to be giving you something a little bit fun. Probably not a weekend episode. It's going to be fine. But we're going to come back and I'm going to be playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Because this is the second iteration in this Star Wars game franchise. It follows a Jedi named Cal Kestin, I think is his name. Kestis. Kestis. The game was so much fun. I loved how it just kind of like continued to iterate and give you different aspects of character abilities. And it told this incredible story until the final crescendo. Spoilers. Fast forward 30 seconds. You fight Darth Vader. And it's just this huge moment where you just feel like you're a part of the Star Wars universe. And the moment the game got done, I was like, I want to play it again. I started it up. I made a new save and I started playing again. And then I realized really what I wanted is I want them to continue to make more iterations of this 
problem solving and puzzle solving moments in a Star Wars game. We talked about it a few shows back when they first announced it or like the first trailer came out for it. It has come up with some gameplay and uh, interaction, like the type of clothes Mm -hmm. and stuff you can wear, videos, and it just tickled my fancy. So I went and I started it up (laughs) again. I started a new save. I never finished it originally. I tried to go back to my game save and I was totally lost. I was like, "Uh, I don't remember what buttons do anything. I don't know why I picked this tree of abilities. So I just started it over. And you're right, it's it's super fun. It's unlike any Star Wars game that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. You're doing wall running, you've got double-bladed lightsaber all of a sudden, and you can fight all these guys in a kind of Souls-like style, but it really focuses yeah. on parrying and blocking and stuff, which takes a little bit to get used to, but I just fell right back in, and it was just so much fun. I highly recommend. I think the last thing you have on this list which I want to spend a few minutes and talk about, is a two-screen adaptation of Wicked. Coming to the big screen. I don't know if I've shared this with you, Scott, but one of my... Two-screen? Huh? Two-screen? You say two-screen? Two-screen. This is a big-screen adaptation of the movie Wicked. I didn't know that this was coming, which is amazing, because like you might not know this, but my mom's favorite movie growing up was the wizard of oz so i was surrounded by wizard of oz memorabilia i really love that like eight years into our friendship i'm just learning so much about your family (laughs) this is is my therapy this is where we talk about my family of origin (laughs) willie's origin story comes from (laughs) weird swimming teachers dancing and the wizard of oz I fell in love with the play Wicked. I think it's, uh, I've seen it three times so far. Twice so myself, to yeah. S- to see that it's coming out in a movie adaptation, I don't know about you, I'm excited. I really hope my ears are working enough to go see it when it finally debuts. Because I also, like you, did not know that they were making this. Um, and this uh, soundtrack is amazing. The original cast was incredible. Let's talk about who is going to be in this mm-hmm. movie because everybody, Willie, I'm sure, is excited for Cynthia Erivo. <laughs> but I, I have opinions. I think Willie, and this is just my personal opinion, lurkers, Willie's going to be more excited about Elphaba. No, you got that wrong. Cynthia Erivo is playing Elphaba. Glinda, on the other hand... Ariana Grande. <laughs> That's weird. The the title has it backwards. Oh, the title does have it backwards. That's strange. Well, that's well. That's... We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Ariana Grande is playing Glinda the Good Witch. Yep. That's that's that uh, that's that big star. That's that's who we're gonna go see it for. Not just because of her looks, because I don't know if many people know know this, especially uh, from the side that just drools over, but she can really sing. Like, really sing. She's got a set of pipes that is impressive. She's got Mariah Carey range. Mm-hmm. She's had, I don't know, 25 hits by herself yeah. and 
with other artists. Have you se- have you seen the clip of Jimmy Fallon on on the Jimmy Fallon show of her and uh, what's the girl that won the first round of Kelly Clarkson? America Kelly Clarkson. Have you have you seen those two perform? Not together. No. Like there's just, it's just they're singing back and forth and back and forth. And Ariana Grande is an unbelievable singer. Whether you like who she is, this is a perfect role for her. I think like the casting director give him an award already because <laughs> yeah. these two actors I think are going to kill it. That's my only fear is that I don't know how good of an actor Ariana Grande is. I'm assuming what do you she was a she was an actor in Disney growing up. She's not a musician first, she was an actor first. What? She's a Disney kid? Yeah. What? What are you talking I, about? I never watched your your Jimmy uh, Drillbit Taylor, uh, your Johnny Waffle Maker, like all those shows that were on Disney Negative back in the day. Like I never watched any of these. How dare you? No, <laughs> Ariana Grande got her got her rise as a Disney star first. At least that's uh, was she on Wizards uh, of Waverly Place. Myself. She was on uh, in 2008. So yeah, probably around the time that you were dating other people. <laughs> Uh, she began her career in Nickelodeon here, it looks like. She's tried to start some music albums. She was on a show called Victorious. Oh, with Victoria Justice? I don't know. I don't uh, know. All that's I know person, is that right? she, she, start, she started on a bunch of those kids shows to start okay. and then broke out into music afterwards. I, I only know her from several music videos and songs and then, sadly, TMZ. <laughs> Yeah, and Pete Davidson. That's that's what I meant. Yeah, TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> TMA from TMZ. And with that, uh, if there's something that you want us to watch or listen to or play, leave a comment. Tell us on our socials. We would love to engage in the things that you're interested in as well. Yes, that would be a really fun segment so that we can interact with the lurkers even more than we do now. So... Stay tuned, but that's our show for today, lovely lurkers. Thank you for hanging out with us. Please rate and review wherever you lurk, and remember to be kind to each other, and we'll see you next week. Or a week after that. (laughs) 